0: Welcome to 20 Days with First Peter, day 15. Let's start off with a word of prayer. Father, may our agape love for one another transcend even interpretational differences of difficult passages. We ask this, believing you have the power to make it so. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, our reading begins in 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 17 through 22. For it is better, if it's God's will, to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. After being made alive, he went and made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits, to those who were disobedient long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah, while the ark was being built. In it, only a few people, eight in all, were saved through water. And this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience toward God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand, with angels, authorities, and powers in submission to Him. Now we jump to chapter 4, verse 6. The gospel was preached even to those who are now dead, so that they may be judged according to human standards in regard to the body, but live according to God in regard to the Spirit. Well, Peter has given us three controversial topics back-to-back-to-back here. Peter is doing me no favors, making my life difficult. But seriously, this passage has been called one of the most challenging in the New Testament. There are many ways to read it. And I can pretty much guarantee you that no matter how I slice or dice it, we won't all agree 100% today. So how about we first take a moment to look at a few important things I think are pretty clear from this passage. First, Peter tells us that Christ suffered once for our sins. As the perfect ransom payment, Jesus doesn't have to continue suffering in perpetuity. When Christ died for us, the debt for our sins was paid in full. Second, I think we can all agree that Peter says Jesus died in the body. He didn't just faint. He wasn't in a temporary coma. Jesus did actually die for our sins. Third, Peter says baptism saves us not by the removal of dirt from the body, but by the resurrection of Christ. Notice that Jesus truly was resurrected by God the Father through the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, now perhaps medium difficulty. Peter says baptism saves us. I know there are different ways to diagram the sequence of events toward our salvation. And certainly, however God decides to make faith and baptism work together for salvation is a okay with me. Here's something to consider. In Matthew 28, verse 19, in his last recorded words in the book of Matthew, Jesus told the apostles to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So our obedience to Jesus in water baptism demonstrates that we take his instruction seriously, that he is truly our Lord. Now the really difficult part. Where did Jesus go after he died in the body and was made alive in the Spirit? What message did he proclaim? And to whom did he proclaim it? Did Jesus descend to Hades to preach in order to give people whose lives have been cut short by the flood a chance at repentance? If so, it was an exceptional action taken on behalf of a most exceptional circumstance, the only time in human history that God has ever wiped out every man, woman, and child except a family of eight. Or did Jesus descend to merely proclaim victory over the forces of evil, perhaps even to angels who had been disobedient back in Genesis 6 way back in the time of Noah? Or was it actually through his ascension that Jesus went to heaven after he died? And through his very act of going up to heaven, that demonstrated a proclamation of victory. I've even heard it suggested that somehow the Spirit of Christ preached through Noah while those people were still alive back then. Well, agree, disagree, or agree to disagree. The good news is that hopefully we've managed not to lose sight of some very important things upon which we do agree. Christ loved us so much that in accordance with God's will, He suffered and died and was raised back to life for us. Therefore, we should arm ourselves with this same attitude, living for the will of God and not for our own desires. I hope we all agree on that. Let's pray. God, thank you that Christ suffered once for our sins, the righteous for us unrighteous, to bring us to you. In Christ's name, we praise you and worship you together. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Hope you have a great day. Lord willing, let's get back together for day 16 tomorrow. Nothing controversial tomorrow. I'm so excited. on <laughs> 20 days with First Peter. Please do come back.